Good evening. Hi everyone. Welcome into the Irish NFL show. It is week two. Week two of the NFL season already. It seems like we were debating about uh, the draft many, many moons ago. Uh, Michael McQuaid, Colm Cronin, Brian O'Leary. Uh, how are we doing, gents? Are you all ready for your uh, bank holiday weekend? Colm, how, how are you doing? Uh, ready to get hurt again, Michael. We do it. We do it all over again. Week two, and yeah, can't can't come quickly enough. To be honest, hell of a game last night, Brian. Uh, great, great win for the Chiefs and the Chargers. Really put a marker down to show what they could maybe do if they actually hold out a lead. Well, they they always run each other close, no matter what the circumstances are. Um, obviously, they're not expected the Chargers this year. Going to play in the, in the manner that I expected. I thought the Chiefs would find a way just to get over the line, and they did. Um, I suppose we could get into, well, you know, it's funny because we spoke for so long about this particular division and how it's stacked it is and how aggressive every team has been in the offseason in terms of upgrading their team. And I think what we've seen in the past week is two, two quarterbacks in the division not being really allowed to play to the caliber in which they have, you know, within them. Uh, obviously, most Monday night with Russell. Wilson and then I felt a little bit, um, and Colin would agree with me that Herbert was held back slightly last night in terms of some of the play calling, which was quite unusual because he can make pretty much every every play. But yeah, it was a great game. Chiefs fans will be happy. They're 2-0 at the top of the division. Um, I felt they had to win that game last night to stop the Chargers getting two wins in the division. Never mind the fact that they're only, you know, they laid in America. But um, it was it was a great game for Thursday night. And, you know, Amazon Prime will be happy going home with the, the opening game on their schedule of tours and night games they really delivered you could argue uh yes no mark tonight but we're here to preview um all of the week two sunday games and we'll be back for a double bill on monday night at nine o'clock for two games if you're watching this on youtube please comment and we will get we'll get to your comments towards the end of this broadcast if you are listening on the podcast there are different segments available from now until the game starts on sunday check out a link in our youtube bio for nfl game pass this weekend there's giveaways going on on instagram on twitter on saturday and sunday and finally we are presented by cassidy travel there are two bookings of the week they're ireland's biggest travel agents dolphins against the jets on the uh, the weekend of the 7th of january you can email jed donahoe at castytravel.ie or the Steelers against the ravens in week 14 a bit tasty uh, 899 per person return column you've one more thing to add here before we get to our picks and our analysis of this week, game week and that is about our new pick competition yeah yeah we uh, have uh, I think uh, partnered um, with uh, somebody I have I was not expecting Michael to throw me uh, the ball I feel a bit like Gerald Everett Fonzo. Right, right now Fonzo. Uh, I, uh, I, 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 I was I was gassed I was calling calling to be taken out of the game and instead uh, Herbert threw the ball towards me and it's a pick six uh, yes Br- Brian do you want to talk a bit about this <laughs> you're, you're handing the ball off to me yeah look um, people may have picked up on the social media uh, notification window today we have partnered up with Fanzo who, um, who have a really insightful app and allows you to essentially join the Irish NFL show league competition league table whatever you want to call it and basically for the people who come in and give us a bit of slagging throughout the course of the season and sometimes they challenge our, our thoughts on games and teams you know lay it on the line put your picks together and join the competition there is prizes as well there's uh, jerseys to give away and um, the winner gets a jersey and i believe if we 
meet a particular number in terms of people subscribing to the league we'll also have an additional jerseys to provide so we are keen to give something back to the people who watch the show and it's a it's a bit of crack it's a bit of entertainment there's no cost so you know join in and uh, michael might have a new banner maybe michael to put up later on no um i'm sure we'll be promoting it throughout the course of the weekend because if you want to be in it you really need to be in by the start of this weekend otherwise you're gonna lose out on Maybe lagging down the bottom of the table. Actually, it starts in week three. Apparently, it seems to start for everyone week three. But yeah, like, look, Colin, can I publicly apologise for throwing you under the bus? And let's just thank fans, though. Yeah, check out social media. It's on our Twitter page the whole week there or the whole day today. So check it out uh, and join. I'm in it as well. And you get to see our picks, I think, before. Yeah. They're yeah. aired here. <clears throat> so I thought you were going to me for taking the ball and running into the end zone for, for Colin there. I thought that was quite good. I I am I'm happy you did that. Uh, I I I got po- I got popped a bit like Leonard Fournette on Michael Parsons last week, but Brian was there to recover the fumble and uh, and and take it down the field. I thought you were going to say like Travis Kelsey got popped last night. <laughs> okay. That was that, Yeah, I didn't expect that to bang on Twitter last night. Welcome in, everyone. Uh, first game that we're going to look at is the Miami Dolphins who are 1 and 0 going up against the Baltimore Ravens who are 1 and 0. Um one and zero i mean in, in in layman's terms no mark c tonight um colin do you want to start us off with your pick for this game this weekend yeah this is uh should be a really good matchup uh, between kind of two intriguing sides different obviously styles of head coach one of the the young youngest head coaches and newest head coaches in the league coming up against uh, somebody really experienced obviously in in Harbaugh uh, the the last time that the Ravens went into Baltimore was week eight uh, 2017 and the Ravens put a 40 zip beat down on them uh, but I, I think this game will probably be more influenced a little bit like last year's game because even though the Dolphins made the change at head coach and they brought in the players that they did their D they get the defensive coordinator in place and a lot of the same pieces are in place and last year they went all out they blitzed uh, Lamar the 24 blitzes which involved a defensive back and that was the the most since 2015 in in the league which what well, it was it was to- it was unexpected everyone I think kind of um, it, you know Miami were were struggling at the time um and they they brought this out they went super aggressive i wouldn't expect it to be as aggressive this time around but i would expect something uh similar the problem for lamar and the ravens is last year um lamar's made 50 career starts and last year's game was his second worst his game against the the dolphins for me, this comes down to um, also not just that side, but can two has got to be better. I expect he will be better, um, and I am going to to go for the Dolphins and Mike McDaniel to cause a little bit of a surprise and go to two and zero. Um, Colm says it was it was one of Lamar's worst games in Miami. He only ran for thirty nine yards in that game. Yeah, you're right. He had a very bad night, and at that, at that stage of the season, it looked like the Dolphins were. We're well on their way in terms of not having a good season. They picked it up thereafter. It's hard not to, I suppose, identify that game because it is quite recent. And where Lamar wasn't injured at that stage and the, the, the Ravens looked like they were going in the right direction, it was a big shock at the time. And there was players like Brandon Jones, who's safety really strong for the, for the rising star. For the he had a great game that night. Hovland had a great game that night. And as you said, they haven't done a lot of changes defensively. So you would expect that they would look to maybe 
match that and go with something kind of similar in terms of the strategy. But the problem is you go one on one. In that game, they left single man throughout the course of the in the secondary. And at that stage, the Ravens didn't have a lot of players in terms of wide receivers. But the Ravens have got their wide receivers back now. Bateman had it has had it finally since taken the bat and he was the rookie last year, he got a lot of injuries and then obviously last you know, he's come back fresh, he scored a touchdown last week. Two great touchdowns last week from from Jackson. That concerns me if they want to go down that road in terms of blitzing them all all day long at home in Baltimore, you know, I think Jackson will expose them in the in because it seems maturing in terms of his strong ability. Uh, defensively last weekend for for the Ravens, like three they had three sacks, they had two, two turnovers. Like they got they seem to be getting the grips with what they wanted from the new um defensive coordinator, which was not to be going blitz heavy, essentially the like they cut the opposite of what Miami have done. I'm gonna go Ravens. I think um, it's it is a pick up I, I feel it's a bit of a pick up game because you know, we where um, the Dolphins have gone on you now with the talent they have offensively, you would expect them to be able to put up points in this game. But you would expect as well that the Ravens offense can can put up points. They had a reasonably comfortable game last weekend. They didn't really get going to the tour quarter. I kind of see them being a bit more proactive in the first half in this game on Sunday and being ready for from the off. Um, I'll take uh, the Ravens to win. And Mark C, Mark C is taking the Ravens as well. Um, I, I think it's pretty clear for me. Uh, while the Dolphins won last week, they won 20-7 against the... Well, well, we'll talk about the Patriots going up against the Steelers in the bet. You know, two, I think, had one... One touchdown and 270 yards last week um we need to see more from the wide receiver core but i do think the ravens are overall a better team um with jk dobbins going in as well with mark andrews in that combination on both sides on both sides of the offense i think it's honestly i wouldn't go as far as saying it's my lock of the week but i think the ravens are going to be a force to be reckoned with because for me it'll be the chiefs the chargers the bills and the ravens last four in the afc as it stands at the minute i think they're the best teams on offense and defense at the minute and I think the Ravens will win this comfortably on Sunday. Uh, I hope as a neutral that won't happen. But for me, it has to be Lamar. It has to be Lamar playing for a contract, obviously, now as well. And quite frankly, enjoying his popcorn and enjoying his juice. Fair play to him at the minute. Have you seen the memes all week? But yeah, uh, I'm going with uh, the Ravens. Mark is going with the Ravens as well. And that is it for that game. Uh, a commanding win for the Ravens last week. Now we're going to talk about the Commanders column, who had a commanding win. Oh, I'm getting bored of that already. Sorry. The, the Washington Football Commanders uh, won against the Jacksonville Jaguars last week, 28 to 22. Carson Wentz had over 300 yards passing, two touchdowns uh, from my approximation of my memory, but two interceptions also. He definitely had two picks anyway. Mr. Unreliable going up against Jared Goff and a resurgent Lions team who scored 35 points last week against the Eagles. What's your thoughts on this game, man? Well, you got two uh, long-suffering fan bases uh, in in this one. Um, just to, to compare uh, so their record since 2000, uh, the, the Lions have zero playoff wins and the Commanders have won. The Lions have won 34% of their games since the year 2000. The Commanders have won 41%. Um, The the Lions have had 11 head coaches since uh, 2000, and the Commanders have had 10. Uh, So um, both of these sides are hoping, I suppose, for a change of fortune uh, this season. The Lions go into this. Um, you guys will know know the odds given the betting podcast that that you do, but the Lions haven't been favored um, since November of 2020, and on that occasion they lost 20 zip 
to the Panthers. Um, I, I'm not expecting that to, to be the case this time around. Um, I am concerned that they are missing probably possibly the uh, well, one of um, the top three, certainly centres in the, the game, if not the, the best, in Frank Ragnow, um, he is out. But I think that um, they came so close last week. Dan Campbell needs to turn this around. I think there'll be a raucous crowd um, in Detroit. They want to believe in Dan Campbell. They want to believe in this Lions team. Um, and... Uh, while Carson Wentz can be brilliant and he's capable of, of having an MVP type season, um, he's also completely unpredictable and you don't know what you'll get from from week to week. And for that reason, I'm going to say that the the Lions managed to avoid going 0-2. He got Brian. Well, I've been kind of, I have delved into this game and I delved into the Lions' performance last week and once offensively, very good defensively. Again, it's just like the old lines. They weren't at the races. There was no turnovers in the game. They got back to 38-35 and there was three and a half minutes to go. And yet they still couldn't find a way to get the Eagles off the field when the Eagles had kind of started in the second half. They got exposed in the secondary. Um, they've got some good cornerbacks in the secondary. You know, Jeff Akuda, uh Oh, jeez. How do I put it? Uwaare. And uh, he's been highly thought of. Say that again. Uwaare. But anyway, there's high things expected of those two guys. And yet last weekend... AJ Brown, 155 yards off 10 catches. And in the fourth quarter, he didn't do very much. So you kind of wrap that into three quarters. If he did play four quarters, what would that have been? Probably an average of around 191, maybe 185. You've got Curtis Samuel and you've got McLaren. And now you've got Dotson, who scored two touchdowns on his, on his rookie debut. Now I know we've seen drop offs very quickly on, on rookies who do well in their first game because there's so much unexpectedly around how they'll play. Will they be in the playbook? But he had a strong game. Yeah, Carson went through two picks. And I, to be honest, I felt that the Jags kind of threw that game a little bit because they were in the red zone so many times and kept taking field goals. But I don't trust this Lions defense. Um, I would like to see the Lions win. I like the Dan Campbell program. We've, we spoke about how hardy entertaining he is. Yeah, they put up points, but I think Wentz is becoming a bit of a gunslinger. Like, you know, it's like as if this is my last opportunity, I'm going to go for it. And he probably will go for it and he get picked off, but I think they'll still find a way to win the game. I think it'll be another high scoring game. Similar to last week, but I think the Washington Commanders will find a way to go 2-0. Sorry, only clicks in the background there. Um, Mark Cockerell is going for Detroit. And I'm going to shout this out whenever it's relevant, if we're not agreeing. Mark Hogan's going for Washington as well. So everyone is... You and Hoagie Bear is agreeing on something here, Brian. It's it's a, it's it's a, it's a love affair with Washington. Big NFC East team as well. Who knows what will be happening? Jeez, right enough, that division at the minute. I mean, if the Eagles were to lose Monday night. And, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Giants and all them in a wee bit. Um, can I just apologize to the Commanders fans? Carson Wentz had four touchdowns last week. Not two. He had two picks. Uh, over 310 yards on a day. 313 yards on the day against a, against a Jaguars team. I mean... It was the Jaguars. The Detroit Lions put up 35 last week. If they're capable of putting up 35 against the Philadelphia Eagles, who I presume will win the NFC East this season, then surely they're fit to put up at least 28 to 32 points against the Commanders. I can't see Carson Wentz going out this week and throwing four touchdowns again. And I think St. Brown and uh, what's the guy's name? TJ Hawkinson will have a day. And I'm picking the Lions, man. Brian, you're you're all on your own. 
uh, well, with, with Hoagie Bear as well. But in terms of the graphics, you're you're all on your own, and hopefully, this is the only time tonight that you're all on your own for certain games. We'll uh, we'll see. And these lads don't know what picks apart from the producer right uh, that is the end of this podcast segment if you want to listen to other segments including what we're talking about next the Colts against the Jaguars uh, and Brady going up against the New Orleans Saints uh, you can on our podcast network thank you very much for the support 